Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Catlin. And welcome to the The How How to to Love Me podcast. Podcast. Hello and welcome. Welcome, guys. Welcome to another episode of How to Love Me, the podcast where we talk about mental health and relationships. Specifically our relationship. As always. (laughs) So, this one's a little special for us, guys. Mm -hmm. So... We're talking about changes, changes to schedule, changes in general to life. Because let's be honest, 2020's had a lot of changes. 2020 has been one for the books. But for us personally, things Mm -hmm. got a little interesting in the last week. Yep. So I got uh, a little bit of, uh, I knew a couple weeks, few weeks prior that uh, I was going to have to possibly work this shutdown. So I went from working, you know, a pretty standard eight hours, four days a week, uh, you know, reduced hours because COVID. 2020, <laughs> um, to working 11 hour days for 14 days straight. Yeah. Which was a huge, a very stressful change. Yeah, a little bit. And yeah. uh yeah, just a big change from regular life to what we got going on now. Right. So, and it affected us both very differently, mm-hmm. right? So for me, it was the stress of, oh, great. Now I got to work long days. Now I got to work really hard. And now I'm on a site where mm-hmm. I've got, you know, t- like my, my typical work. I only have a couple people that I work around, so I don't really see anybody. But now I'm on a busy site that has 500 people working and it's hectic as all hell. Mm-hmm. And that, I had, you know what, leading up to it, I would say three weeks before, I had nothing but anxiety. Yeah, you were a little bit of an anxious mess. Yeah, for now, quite me, a while, actually. Let me make this clear. I've been on sites before. This yeah. is nothing new. Yeah, this is not new for you. You just haven't been in that world for a little bit now. Yeah, and then also it's it's a completely different career than what I've actually been in. It's a different yeah. job. So like everything about this, I had nothing but anxiety for two weeks about this. I would think about it and get panicky. Mm-hmm. It was the worst. And that was only leading up to it. Yes. And it only gets worse from there. And it affected both of us. It did. It really did. So for me, it was the stress of going into it. It was also the stress. Now that I'm into it, the second I actually started it, it was fine. Yeah, your mood definitely lifted quite a bit once you actually got on site. Yeah. So for me, guys, like my anxiety just got the best of me until I ended up being on site. Once I got there and actually did it, my anxiety subsided. I got a little calmer. It was quite nice. Mm-hmm. And actually to the point where now I really enjoy it out there because my days fly by. Yeah, this is very true. Right? Yep. So that was my first hurdle to this change. Yeah. And it was a struggle. And you know what? I'll be completely honest, guys. I was not good for it. I went three weeks with anxiety spikes, little panic attacks, and I did not handle it near as well as I should have. Well, but that's the thing is... Leading up to this, you were focusing on all of the negatives. True. So like I said before, guys, I mean, typically the way my brain works is I go to the worst case scenario, and if anything better than that happens, it's great. Yeah. But the problem is I put myself through three weeks of absolute hell thinking worst case scenario mm-hmm. for no fucking reason. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's It hasn't been nearly as bad as you anticipated. No. So finally, guys, I'm out there. Now... Our schedules have changed, though. Yeah. And that is another challenge. So me going through my anxiety was kind of like our first challenge. Now, I will say, guys, just so you know, timeline-wise, this is a 14-day shift. Yeah. I am currently halfway through it. Yep. 
So I am on, I got six more days left of work. Yay. And it can't come any quicker. I'm also getting ready for some super intense hot temperatures. Mm -hmm. And for those of you who don't know, I'm in the oil field and we have to wear coveralls. Yeah, so you have to wear like full PPE or geez, full PPE. Yeah, PPE. Yeah. PPE. It sounds like PPE. PPE. E. Personal protective equipment. There we go. Thank you for that. Yep. And obviously with this heat, that is not going to be overly helpful for you. No, still wearing a hard hat. Still, you know, yeah, Yeah. it gets stupid hot. Yeah, full gear. Now, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to say it's the worst thing ever and I'm going to die because I've done it before. It ain't that, it sucks, Mm -hmm. but a week of it's going to really suck. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm just covering a guy, just, you know, doing some coverage for some vacation, which, you know, I wasn't quite prepared for. I had to end up, I think the hardest part for me was, is I had a bunch of plans. I had a board game night with the boys. No, not even a night. You had a full weekend. Yeah. That you guys have been planning for months. 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 And it freaking sucked. Like it was, I know how much you were looking forward to it. And I was so excited that you finally were getting some time to go hang out with all your friends and go do stuff for you because you don't really do that that often. Yeah. And then this happened and then you ended up having to cancel it. And that really sucked. It did. Like, I'll be honest, guys. I've got some really good friends. And you know what? Those friends and one of them's Matt, who I've talked about in the podcast. The other one's Spencer or AKA Servant, Mm -hmm. top notch rapper. Check him out. Uh, And then his brother Reed. Like, these are guys that and Andy and Christian. Like, these are all guys that I was super excited to go see. I was pumped. Yeah. It was the one thing that I looked forward to for a long time. You it was, looked forward to that for quite a while. Well, it's what got me through a lot of the shit. Yeah. And then the following weekend was a family camping trip. Yeah. So we had all of these plans that we were looking forward to for such a long time. And then everything ended up changing. Yeah. It really kicked my butt. Little bit. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It really put me in the dumps. I mean, the board game was fantastic. I, was, I wish I would have went, but... I didn't make it to that, but the, I think the family camping, that super sucks too. Like yeah. my aunt, my uncle, my cousins, like these are people that I love so much and I haven't seen them that much and mm-hmm. I can't go now because I got to work this fucking terminal. <laughs> so anyway. Yeah. Well, and honestly, I mean, for me, having to cancel that camping trip was really, it, it sucked for me too. I mean, obviously it sucked for you more because it's your family. But at the same time, this is some of your family that I haven't really gotten the chance to really hang out with that much. No, we haven't spent a whole lot of time we, with them. No, we haven't really gotten a chance to spend a whole lot of time with them. So I was really looking forward to going on this trip and getting to know them better and them getting to know me better and mm-hmm. just, you know, kind of becoming more ingrained in the family. Totally. I guess. Yeah. And then we ended up having to cancel and that really sucked. And who knows the next time that we're actually going to be able to go and see them. Yeah. And I know a lot of you are thinking, well, just don't go. Well, 2020 has been a kick in the nuts financially, so I'm not going to pass on a long shift. Exactly. It, uh, you know what? I had to make a choice and it was a hard choice to make. It was, but I mean, financially, it just, it was the smartest move for us. It it sucked. Don't get me wrong, but it's going to put us in a much better position and it's something that you needed to do. Totally. Auntie Tracy, if you're listening to this, I wish I was out there drinking wine with you at the wineries. Yep. Me too. That's all. That's all I wanted to do. Yeah. 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 So I guess the schedule changes for me. 
Um, so leading up to this, I think the hardest part for me was Kat's anxiety was pretty high. His depression was pretty high. He was just not really having a good time. And I was trying to be positive, but then at the same time, it was also kind of draining for me because I take on that energy and that is a challenge. Yeah. And then going into this shift, I just had such a negative mindset. Oh my God, did you ever? I did. I did. And I'm actually really happy that you brought that up to me. We actually just talked about this. Was that yesterday? I'm pretty sure it was yesterday. Yesterday or the day before? I think it was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Where you finally just sat me down and you're like, you know what? You have not had really anything positive to say about this entire experience, and that really sucks. Yeah, so for me, guys, like I'm not looking that forward to it, and then I get into it, and I start seeing the positives in it. So I change my mindset. I get a little bit more positive about it, but then you're just negative about it. And I'm like, okay, first off, you're not even working. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't even have to, it doesn't change anything for you except that I'm gone longer. Yes, so that is the struggle for me is I'm still not working. I have not worked for four months. Yes, four months. Mm -hmm. And it has been driving me crazy. And the lack of routine has been driving me crazy. And, you know, like I I have this internal alarm clock. So I still get up at six o'clock in the morning, regardless of the day of the week. I don't have to get up, but my body just wakes me up. So I'm still up from six o'clock in the morning by myself pretty much all day, trying to entertain myself all day. Mm -hmm. And then now... It's been extended by an extra few hours. Yeah. So when the start of the shift happened, I was just really, really concerned about my mental health just deteriorating from being alone and secluded for such a long period of time. And that was really tough for me to hear. So yeah, from my perspective, you were you're basically losing your mind, and I'm like, I'm losing my mind here. You, we, we can't both lose our minds at, at once. One of us needs to say stain. Can, can one of us please be an adult right now? <laughs> I guess it'll be me. Yep, pretty much. So then I had to put my feelings aside and deal with that, which was fine. It was great. But yeah, the negativity finally got to me about a day ago. Yeah. And honestly, I, I knew that I was being negative, but I don't think I realized just how negative I was being. So I am really really happy that you ended up bringing that up to me yesterday because that it kind of snapped me out of it a little bit and made me realize that okay me being negative isn't going to help either of us this is you know it's it's not the greatest place for me to be I mean I'm already by myself all day I don't need to you know pound the negativity in Mm -hmm. you know what I mean yeah so I don't know. It just I'm I'm just really happy that you brought it up to me because I've just been kind of looking at things a little bit differently, I guess, since then. And I've kind of been trying to change my mindset. Yeah. So let me let me paint a picture here, boys and girls. Basically, the way it worked is we would talk about it and Kelly would instantly go to I'm going to go crazy. I'm going to go crazy. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I'm I'm stressing out about it, too, already. But to hear that she's stressing out about something that I'm already stressed out about makes me worry about her more than my own problem Mm -hmm. because, you know, selfless. Yeah. No big deal. It's who you are. Like Jesus. Um, (laughs) Oh, God. Did you actually (laughs) compare yourself to Jesus? No, I did not. That never happened. Wow. That that never happened. Steven said that. Damn it, Steven. Get out of here. Steven, leave. No one wanted your opinion. God damn it. So anyway, um, yeah, that was really tough for me because it's like I'm already nervous enough. And now you're showing how nervous you are about me doing this. And I'm just, I'm like, I I need one of us to be sane. Yeah. 
So I, I finally stepped up and said, look, like I'm having a, I was having a hard time. I'm feeling better about it now. I'm starting to become a little more positive. Plus we're mm-hmm. in it. So fuck it. Let's go. Yeah. I need you to start being a little more positive about it. Look at the positive sides. See, but in my mind, the only thing that I'm seeing is, okay, now I have, I went from having, you know, like nine-ish hours a day where I have, I basically, I have nine hours that I need to fill before mm-hmm. you come home. Mm-hmm. And now I'm looking at it as, okay, now I have like more like 13, 14 hours that I need to fill. Yeah. And when you're not working and you only have so many tasks and stuff that you can do, that's a long goddamn time to have to fill. That makes for a very long day. Very much so. So that was where all of my concern was coming from. Yeah. Was just more so, I'm already having a hard time being alone by myself. Being alone by myself. That's just, huh. I'm being already have, yeah, having a hard time being alone. All by yourself. Ooh, thank you for that. Nice You're welcome. Serenade. That was just beautiful. I'm going to put, maybe I'll put some autotune on that. Probably not, guys. <laughs> Don't. Yeah, no. Yeah. No. If it sounds like shit, I didn't put autotune on it. Right. So I didn't put autotune on it. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, guys, this has been a struggle. Yeah. And it's something that we weren't prepared for. So COVID kind of locked us in, right? We had consistency. That's the one thing we did have was consistency. Consistently locked in, but consistent. I mean, consistency is consistency, whatever way you look at it. Exactly. So we had a consistent schedule and it never really changed. We had our system set up Mm -hmm. and it changed and it sucked for us and we had a hard time. So we were about midway. And it was Friday, Friday night, which was two nights ago. Yeah. And I decided, Kelly was having a really hard time that day. She was drained. She was exhausted. She was babysitting that day. No, that was Saturday. Never mind. What were no. you doing on Friday? Friday was the day where I decided to go crazy on cleaning the house. Oh. And I did everything and did not take nearly enough breaks. So Kelly was drained. And I realized like, okay, I'm only halfway through my shift. Well, shit. All right. But it is Friday. So we have a little bit of a tradition on Friday. We like to do something a little special. Sometimes order some skip, watch a movie and chill out. Basically, Friday nights are, they're our nights. Take out and stay in. Yeah. 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 So those are basically our date nights. Even though I was limited on my hours and how much I could do because I need to get go to bed to wake up early the next morning, I said, fuck it. We need to have a little bit of our old schedule in here. Mm-hmm. So I said, today's Friday. We're going to do our Friday routine. And it was great. See, and honestly, that is exactly what we needed. Just a little bit of that normal life and normal schedule because I think that that kind of helped snap us out of that. Or at least it kind of helped snap me out of the negativity a little bit. Yeah. So it was kind of like um, it was kind of like uh, the situation of like that was like our ability to poke our head above the fog. Yeah, basically. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's a good way of putting it. So we're just in the fog, but that Friday just kind of made us see the clear. We're yeah. about to dive back in. Yeah. Like, we're only on our tippy toes and we can't stand on there forever. So we're going to go back into the fog. Yeah. It's nice to catch our breath. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. It was a nice little breather and honestly, it's exactly what I needed. Totally. Yeah. And then, you know what? We decided, this has been really tough for us. We need to record this. Yeah, honestly, this has been a little bit more difficult than I was anticipating. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because 
I didn't think that it was going to be affecting my mood nearly as much as it has been. Yeah. So like when I'm home during the day, normally I like I keep myself busy. I, you know, video chat with people. I text with people. I, I, you know, have a million things to do around the house. So I keep myself pretty busy. But that also kind of exhausts me a little bit. Mm -hmm. So then by the time you get home and because you're getting home a little bit later, it means that I'm doing stuff around the house for a little bit longer. And then you come home and I'm more exhausted than I would be normally. And then I'm, you know, I get kind of sad, I guess, that I can't really enjoy my time with you because I'm exhausted. And then Mm -hmm. also you have to get up super early and you're exhausted and we don't have nearly as much time together as we normally do. Not even close. No. Literally every day of this shift, I have looked at the clock at seven o'clock and been like, I can't believe it's seven o'clock already. Every single day. How is it seven o'clock? This makes no sense. Yeah. To- oh yeah. Cause I get home like four hours later. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. It all tracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So honestly, it's just, I think it's more so been the exhaustion and the, a little bit of the seclusion that's been messing with my moods. Totally. And today, I mean, today we, we both struggled a little bit. Yeah, we did. It was starting to get to me today. Yeah. Um, you know, a couple rough things were said on site. Most of it was positive, but it's just it only took like one comment and it like set me off on this weird spiral to like, I'm out here busting my ass, guys. Like, lay off. Like, this is garbage. Why am I even going through this? Life at home is falling apart. Like, all this shit's falling apart on me. Yeah. And... It just finally kind of just hit me a little bit. Mm-hmm. I will say it wasn't a total breakdown or anything like that, but yeah. I did get stressed out about it. Yeah, and I mean, like I we talked on the phone for a little bit today and I could I could hear the stress in your voice like you just you sounded agitated. Yeah. Which I was. Yeah. Which I definitely was. Yeah, you definitely but were. But then But then so But first. But first. <laughs> all you Big Brother fans out Ooh. there. Uh, so basically what ended up happening is the other day, uh, Catelyn basically gave me full permission to do a purge on our house. Yeah. On the house of like our clutter, not so much like the house of the living bodies. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like this isn't the movie, the purge where we're straight up like sirens going off and 12 hours of straight up murder. Oh my God. No, not It's like murdering the clutter. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, so we have a bunch of crap in the basement that I was just going to go through and I was just going to start getting rid of stuff. If we haven't used it in the last year, it's gone. So I started going through some boxes and it was boxes of my own stuff. And I pulled out this letter and the letter was addressed to me and And Steven. Steven. And seeing that and the fact that I wasn't expecting it just brought me into this fucking tailspin yeah like i was just not anticipating seeing anything with both of our names on them i mean today but just like in general i thought that i had you know gotten rid of it or you know i thought i knew where most of it was so seeing this and just what what the letter was it just brought me back and i had this flashback of just like opening this letter and reading it and being like oh shit okay now i have another problem that i have to deal with and it was just it was a missed payment. Yeah, basically, it ended up being a letter for a missed payment. That was something that he was supposed to be taking care of, that he wasn't taking care of, that got put onto my plate. And it just, it triggered a lot of memories and a lot of emotions that 
I just wasn't expecting. And honestly, I had a huge anxiety spike Mm -hmm. to the point where I was physically shaking. So I'm freaking out. So automatically, like, I know Kat's really busy at work. And I know he's at a a busier site. So I just texted him and just said, hey, can you talk for a few minutes? Just had a big anxiety spike. And like... Less than five minutes and you called me. Was that what it was? Yeah. I just looked at my phone and it just so happened. Okay. Well, I mean, it worked out perfectly. Yeah. So I see this text and I'm like, okay, well, I need to call her. Yeah. So honestly, it was, you were 100% less than five minutes and you called me. Yeah. So I called her and I just explained. So here's how I dealt with it, guys. She explained the whole situation to me. She told me, you know, and as we, we've talked about before, Stephen messed her up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, left her with some bad tastes in her mouth. So a little bit. Finally, I just looked at her. Or I was talking on the phone with her, and I said, "This is part of your past. I love you for who you are now, and your past is part of that. So I don't give a shit." Not only that, this just points out how big of an idiot Stephen was. Yeah. Because Stephen was—he wasn't the best boyfriend. Yeah. No. Definitely not at all. Not. And these were examples of things that he fucked up on. So I said, you know what? If it wasn't for that letter, if it wasn't for that those problems, you'd mm-hmm. still be with them, and I wouldn't have had a chance. So thank you, Stephen. Yeah. Thank you. Let me say that right now, and I'm going to say that, and I hope you're listening, Stephen. Thank you. Thank you so much for screwing it up, because I'm reaping all the benefits. <laughs> so I told her. I said, you know what? Look at it that way. Just look at it and snicker. He, you lost, he lost you because of this stupid shit. Yeah. And that's how I dealt with the situation. Yeah, and honestly, that's pretty much all I needed to hear was just, you know what? This was not my fault. Mm-mm. This was something that... Basically, this was his fuck up. Yep. This was his loss. Mm-hmm. And I've been looking at it completely different for all of these years. And then that was one other thing too that this just kind of triggered something else that you said to me today was you basically said if you keep looking at it the way that you have been or if you keep, you know, having all of these negative emotions that go along with it, you're just giving him that control and that power back. Mm -hmm. And I'd never really thought of it that way. Well, he did gaslight you. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. So because of that, if you guys don't know what it is, Google it. It's a very interesting term. I never heard about it before, mm-hmm. so I had to do some research. And yeah. it's, it is it is a very interesting term. But it's basically being over-controlling to somebody. Yeah, basically being very controlling and manipulative to the point where the person that you're gaslighting questions their own sanity, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, they just yeah. run you in circles until you feel stupid. Yeah, yeah, basically. So, just make you feel like a complete idiot that's and like why, you don't know anything. That's why I told you, you're giving him that power again. Yeah. He screwed up. He lost you. You didn't lose him. You dumped his ass. Yep. Steven was an idiot. And that's exactly what I needed to hear today. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So that's how I dealt with that, guys. And it was actually, shockingly, a very short conversation. Yeah, honestly, I was expecting it to be a little bit more, but I mean, at the same time, I knew that if I called you and... Honestly, just hearing your voice just instantly calms me. Mm-hmm. So I knew even if you couldn't talk for that long, that even if it was just a minute or two, that was all I was going to need because at least I have you and I have your voice and you just, you instantly call me. That's it. 
I don't know what else to say. You just have a very calming voice for me. Well, I guess if you ever needed to be calmed down, you could always listen to the How to Love Me podcast and listen to this sexy, sultry voice. Ooh, I also, minutes. yeah, but I also have the eyes staring back at me right now, guys. Right now, Ooh. but on the phone, you don't. No, but right now. Yeah. So anyway. Anyway. That's how I dealt, and that was that was a new one for us. Yeah, that was not one that we have had to deal with before. No, like I've we've dealt with the past. I mean, we've talked about the past on this episode on this podcast. Yeah. And the crazy part about the whole situation is that that I never thought about it like that. Mm-hmm. But you know what did change it for me? What? So I've actually been doing a little bit of mental health coaching with uh, our friend Kayler Betts. Yeah. And it has been he's given me little insights that have changed my life. And one of the things he explained to me is when you feel anxiety, when you feel these feelings, feel them. Mm-hmm. The second you try to fight them, you're giving them more power because they're getting stronger. So, you know, I don't want to take this. You know what? I'm going to say it. Sorry, Kayler. I hope this isn't part like your your big like, because it changed my life. And I'm going to say it on this podcast. I hope it doesn't. I hope he doesn't get mad at me for it. <laughs> but he said, take your anxiety and imagine that you're tucking it in to bed. You know it's there. It's okay. Make it comfortable. Live in it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That changed everything for me. Yeah. So, and that's where I got that. You know, you're giving him that power. You're giving that feeling the power enough to affect you. So I just said, why? Why are you giving him that power? You already gave him that power. Stop doing that. You're mine now. Yeah. Basically, you basically <laughs> gave me shit in like the nicest way possible. I literally did. Yeah. And I also complimented Steven for messing up your relationship, so I got a shot. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm. That's the best way to think about it. Yeah. You know, there's a song from Reliant K about your girl's ex-boyfriend. And the whole song is about, thank you for screwing up. Otherwise, I never would have been happy. So thank you again, Steven. Thank you. Yep. I'm not going to. No, no. But you can. I will. I will. (laughs) Because I got no problem with anything else. Like everything for us, like it's been a struggle for last week. But to have that big of an issue and literally just like smash it down in like two minutes was pretty impressive. I would say. I would say. Yeah. So guys, if you take anything from the changes, it's just don't give it the power. You have the power and the ability to change the way you feel, more or less. Yeah. You can't always change everything. But like the more you fight things, I mean, we're all human. Mm-hmm. If you fight the feelings that you have, you're giving them the power. You're letting them win. If you just feel them and get past them, it's legitimately the best way to deal with it. For me, anyway. For me yeah. personally. It's, embrace it. Yeah. Embrace it. And then I take loud breaths. You know, some people that, say deep breaths. Yeah. I like loud breaths where it's, <sighs> which probably sounds weird on the mic, but probably. <laughs> okay. I find that the noise helps just alleviate. You know what I mean? Yeah, that makes sense. And I guess the way that you breathe out to you do it with a little bit of, there was a little bit of aggression. A little huspa. A little bit. So I think that that kind of helps get some of that like anger, frustration, whatever it is that you're feeling, it just helps get some of that out. So that makes sense. Yeah, And you know what? If you're in a car and you have to, scream as you exhale. Do it. You know what? That is one thing that I have actually done multiple times in a vehicle. It's just like if I'm having like a really, really shitty day, 
lock myself in a vehicle and just scream. Mm -hmm. It feels so good. Usually I grab my steering wheel and shake it as hard as I can and just... Yeah, no, I just straight up scream. Yeah. Yeah, it feels real good. Yeah. 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 I'm always afraid about wrecking my steering wheel, so I'm usually pretty tender about it because, you know, I don't want to wreck anything. Touche. Yeah. So anyway, guys. Yeah. So anyways, if you take anything away from this, I guess just don't give your feelings the control. Totally. I mean, that's the way to go about it. Now, we're a little short on time now. Yeah. And we're going to fill it up with a little bit of uh, segments here, guys. But honestly, we're just going to be on. We're, we're, we're going to be honest. We're going to be blunt. I've been working a lot. Kelly's mm-hmm. been going crazy. It's freaking hot. Yep. This is going to be a little bit of a shorter one. And yeah. you guys already know that because you looked at the timestamp and went, why is this one so short? It's because we don't have time. Becky, it's a short episode. <laughs> Who's Becky? I don't know. Do I, do I need to find Becky? No. Because I talked Valley Girl, so therefore it was a girl talking to another girl. Good, was just I was just going to have to smack a bitch. Like, just calm down. No. See, things changed. We're in a heightened <laughs> sense. Yep. Things escalated very quickly. Absolutely. Very quickly. So I'm very excited. So very excited to finally do our first fan question. Yeah, we have a fan question. We actually have a couple of them, guys. We really appreciate the questions. Like, we want to see these. We're, we're really curious to what you guys want to know about. Yeah, reach out to us, guys. Send us a message on Instagram, Facebook, whatever you want. Email us. Yeah. Yeah, send us a message. DMs work too. Just hit us up. Hit us up. So who sent this question? So our question is coming from, are we allowed to say names? We'll just give him his tag. Okay, so it's coming from Henderson underscore 87. Which is John Henderson, my buddy. We've already talked about him. (laughs) Put his shit on blast. (laughs) Okay, so the question that we wanted to answer was, how do you guys talk through the unbalanced times? Ooh. Right? That's the question we wanted? I thought there was more to it. Oh, I thought you wanted just that section of the question. No, we're going to do the whole question. He asked a whole question. Sorry, guys. He... Well... Well, multiple questions. He asked multiple questions. Okay, here we go. We're going to cover them all because it's a shorter episode. Here we go. Okay. Let's try this again. You know what? Let's do it one part at a time. You're right. So what was the first part? How do you deal with the... Uh, that was actually the last question. Let's start there. Let's work oh, okay. our way in reverse. Okay, so how do you guys talk through the unbalanced times? Honestly, we just talk. Yeah, that's it. We just have very open communication with each other. Now, the one thing I will say is don't get angry. The second any of us raises our voices, we need to take a break. Yeah. So if you guys are ever in a conversation, keep it calm, keep it cool, keep it collected. The second you start getting sharp or you start yelling... Mm-hmm. the conversation's over and it's just turned into an argument. Yeah. So keep that in mind. That's how we deal with it. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, when we... It's going to sound so silly to say, but we don't even really have arguments per se. No. We don't raise our voices at each other. We don't. No, and like the one thing that we'll do is if we are having some sort of discussion and if one person is getting heated... Or anything like that. We always start it with, I love you, but... Yes. And then we, you know, air our frustration. Yes. And we say it in a calm and, and collect... But it's more of like, okay, I love you, but your negativity towards my job and this shift has been very hard for me because I'm trying to stay positive and your negativity is really bringing me down. And I just want you to know 
And then, you know, I don't expect you to change it right away, but I just wanted to keep you in the know that mm-hmm. I'm getting a little bummed out just because of the attitude. That was it. Yeah. And honestly, that's pretty much how the conversation went last night. Yep. Exactly. Yep. So yeah. that's how we be- deal with the... Unbalanced Unbalanced. Times. So what's the next part of that okay, question? Okay, so next one Now don't is... feel like you guys got to ask a hard question. You can literally ask what our favorite color is. It's we will true. answer it. Mm-hmm. It's red for <laughs> that, me. That, yeah, that's his. Okay, so we're going to circle back to the very first. <gasps> we're going to circle back to the top. Or do you want to go straight no, reverse? No, no, whatever you want. Okay, we're going to circle back to the top. How do you manage activities around the household to ensure you both feel there's a shared and even amount of responsibilities on each other's plates? Truth be told, guys, we just do what we like to do. Yeah. I mean, well, no, it's it's true. If we're both working, yeah, and we're both steady, then whatever you like to do, you do whatever I like to do, you do whatever you hate to do, I do whatever I hate to do, you do. This is true. Right? This is very true. We try to make it as easy as possible on each other. Well, and one thing that I want to say too is with our like general household tasks, we don't really abide by the whole like gender stereotypes like blue jobs versus pink jobs. Yeah. So like say like we've said this in the podcast before, Kat does most of the cooking. I really do. He does most of the cooking. And that's the thing is I'll do most of the cleaning. And that's because I have high-ish standards as to what clean is. Totally. And I would prefer to do it myself. Yeah. And it also gives you something to do. Well, I mean, as of right now, it gives me something to do during the day. Now, mind you, right now, Kelly has a lot more spare time. So I'll be honest, like you have stepped up huge. Actually, this is the why I love you too. I'm tying in the my why I love you. Oh, into the fan question. Into the fan Ooh, question. Interesting. Well, it's true. Like, I've been busy. I've been working. And I hate the fact that, you know, I'm not doing my own laundry. I'm not helping you out around the house as much. But you don't care. You're just stepping up and just doing it. And I love you so much for this. Well, and that's one thing that we've kind of... Okay, actually, first of all, I love you too. (laughs) Secondly, that is one thing that we've just kind of done to begin with, is if there's tasks that need to get done around the house, I'm not going to wait around for you to do something. Mm -hmm. You're not going to wait around for me to do something. They just need to get done, so it doesn't matter who does it. Yeah. Everybody forgets. Everybody puts stuff aside. It happens. So why, why make that a big deal? Exactly. It does need to be a big deal. So, yeah, it's more or less to do with, like... You know, what you like to do, what you don't like to do. I know you don't like cleaning toilets. So when I can, I when I remember, I clean the toilets. Yep. Because I know that's something you don't like doing. I really don't. And I have no issue with it. It's not that yeah. big of a deal. You don't even have to touch it. Yeah. Really? Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, it's small things like that. And I love cooking. Mm-hmm. Kelly, not so eh. much. I mean, I do it, but it's not like my favorite thing to do. No. Whereas like you actually thought about becoming a chef. Like, yeah. It's my love language. Mm-hmm. Like I've said on this podcast. So that was a big, like, that was huge. And, you know, when it comes to this question, how we divvy up jobs, it's what doesn't stress the other person out. Like, if there's something that you absolutely hate, now, mind you, except for folding laundry, you've also been doing my laundry, which has been phenomenal. Yeah, it's been great for you. It really has. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan of doing laundry or folding laundry or just laundry in general. Mm -hmm. But 
I mean, you, like I've said, like you just, you don't have as much time. I have tons of time on my hands. So, I mean, if I'm going to be doing my own, I might as well just throw yours in there too. All right. That big of a deal. Yeah, exactly. So what's the next part of this question? Okay, so next part of this question is, what do you do together and what is done more on an individual basis? Pretty much everything we do is an individual basis. You know what I mean? Like, what do we do together besides... You know, sometimes if I've got a lot on my plate, we help each other out. That's about the only real time that we really, like, if we're both busy or you have something to do. Like, if I have to mow the lawn. Yeah, if you have to mow the lawn, then I'll, you know, go clean up all the dog poop or something like that. And help me out and help me get ahead of it and, you know, get it done quicker. Yeah. Which is phenomenal. But there is one thing that we do. We don't always do it together, but this is something that we have done together is you'll wash the outside of the vehicles and I'll clean the inside mm, of the vehicles. Yeah, yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, so, so that stuff like that is kind of like shared responsibilities between both of us. Yeah, we do a decent amount of tag team work, but honestly, like we just plug away at her and just get her done. Yeah. And we never have to question each other whether it's done or not. No, and honestly, like I, I feel like household chores, I put more pressure on myself to do things than you put pressure on me to do things. Yeah, Like the amount of times where you'll come home from work and I'm, you know, like just starting to do dishes then. And I'm just like, oh, I know I should have done these earlier. And I just, you know, kind of start making excuses for myself as to why the dishes haven't been done by the time you get home. And you're like, honestly, they could be you could be sitting on the couch all day and the dishes could be sitting in the sink. I don't give a shit. Mm -hmm. And that's one thing that like I give a shit, but it's nice that you don't give a shit. Yeah. Because, you know, pressure. Well, I do give a shit. It's just I'm willing to let that go. Yeah. It doesn't really affect me that much. Mm -hmm. So thank you, Henderson underscore 87, for your wonderful question. Thanks, John. Seriously. Yeah. You're the best. You're the best. So please, guys, ask us more. Yeah. This is definitely something that we want to do on a weekly basis. And we will post another Ask Us Anything on our Instagram. Yeah. At how the number two love me podcast. And you can find us on Facebook with the exact same tag. And the exact same tag at gmail.com. Ta-da, we made it easy for you guys. Yeah, figure it out once. As long as you can spell how, put in the number two, and then love me podcast, I think you'll be all right. Yeah, you should find us. You should be good. So, segments? Yeah, segments. So, why I love you. Oh, God. Is honestly, I love you just because... You have the ability to bring me out of any mood the majority of the time. I know how to make you laugh. Yeah. And honestly, as soon as you make me, if you can make me laugh, you're pretty much good from there there on out. Yeah. 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 So that is my why I love you because you just, you, you have the ability to bring me out of pretty much any sort of mindset. And it's just, you're my, you're my safe place. Yeah. Well, I mean, honestly, I thought it was weird because I, when I actually went to call you today after I saw your text message, I actually thought you were going to be on the phone with somebody else. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, I thought that you would have called, you know, Jadine or Michelle or, you know, one of your friends, one of your sisters. Yeah. And actually talk to them about it. So I was actually quite surprised that I got you as quickly as I did. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, seriously. Less than five minutes for sure from the time I sent the text to the time you called me. That is dope. And I mean, to be honest, you're the only person that I wanted to talk to because you are the one that I knew for sure had the ability to calm me down. And deal with Steven's problem. Exactly. And point out that he was the idiot 
So why do you feel bad about it? Exactly. Yeah. Just need to remember that. Exactly. He's yeah. the one that screwed it up. Now remember that, guys. Your past is a big part of you, but if you give it the power to affect you, then it'll affect you. Mm-hmm. If you just say, that was the past, and smile about it, yeah. because it got, to, got you to where you are today. Mm-hmm. And honestly, guys, it's a big lesson to learn. I mean, especially with me and the accident and losing my sister. It's something that's really helped me push through is that whole, it's part of the past now. Because of what I have right now, I wouldn't have this otherwise. Mm -hmm. It sucks. It fucking sucks to think about it like that. But at the same time, it's kind of the only way to think about it. Yeah, because I mean, otherwise you're going to drag yourself down. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly, guys. Yep. So you being all smart. I know, right? Smart and handsome. Ooh. Yeah, sure. I got a face for radio, they they say. (laughs) (laughs) you're so funny Uh, but anyway anyways guys so keep up on our socials guys we're really trying hard on that uh instagram be popping these days lots of questions lots of great back and forth we really appreciate and your guys' support has been phenomenal yes we cannot thank you guys enough for the i mean the messages the phone calls the everything that we've received from you guys has just been so positive and we can't do this without you so no, thank exactly. you so much exactly so i hope you guys enjoyed this episode no it was kind of it was a little bit all over the place it was a little scattered it was a little bit different than our normal feel but we just want to be real with you guys this is where we're at right now so we're gonna talk about it yeah exactly we want to be open and honest and honestly the best way that you guys can learn is when we're in the situation. Yep. So today was a heated day. Believe me, the last thing I wanted to do was sit in a hot room and podcast Seriously, after a long day of work. I am like sweating a bead right now. Yeah. It's hot in here. Exactly. And we yeah. can't turn fans on and stuff because, well, voice problems. Right. And we don't want the hum. We want to keep a good quality for you guys. We're Always here thinking sweating. of you. We're sweating for you guys. Yep. You're welcome. Yeah. So anyway. Anyways, guys. Hope you guys have a great week. We can't wait to talk to you again next week. Yep. And with that. With that, this is all. We out. Okay. Peace. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.